0: And good morning and welcome to the couple Capital Five Minute Morning Miner. It's uh, January the 20th. Uh, it's a Thursday. It was a slightly frosty start this morning. Here we are. We're back on the weather again, aren't we, Paul? <laughs>
1: yeah, it sounds like it.
0: Actually, it let's move straight. Nice. Yeah, look, it's going to be a lovely sunny day as well. We're talking of lovely sunny days and everything looking rosy. Um, looks like
1: nickels just hit a new high. Yes, that's right. That, the China-Shanghai uh, futures quote uh, hit... Uh, one hundred seventy-five thousand one, uh, which is uh, over twenty-seven thousand five hundred dollars U.S. a ton, uh, and that was up uh, uh, six point six percent over the uh, two fifty-time GMT. Uh, the London quote came in at uh, twenty-three thousand five hundred and thirty-five dollars a ton, which is the highest price since two thousand and eleven. Uh, inventories in uh, warehouses, uh, just 4,700 tons in, on the Shanghai Exchange, which is a near a record low. And also the LME is uh, near record lows, too, here uh, with the two-year number uh, low hit at uh, 94800 uh, One of the key things to see just how much bid demand is in the market is the uh, premium or discount over cash quotes on the three-month uh, contract and that's uh, at $330 a ton right now and that's uh, up there in a decade uh, high levels here in the last several uh, days for sure so uh, very much in demand nickel at the point
0: point. Uh, and you know what would you what would you buy horizontally off the back of that or have you got any other favorites there Paul
1: Yes, I would say Horizonte is a very good place uh, to be playing that right now, uh, but also some of the uh, nickel sulfide uh, developers as well. Um, Blackstone, for instance, in Vietnam is uh, one to play on the ASX, for instance. Okay, interesting.
0: I mean, it's interesting. commodity prices uh, actually are remaining strong. I and mean, we've seen tin now on the LME, it's at about 42,000, but I'm, I'm told out in Shanghai it's trading near a 50 and uh, so tin is still you know, driving forward. Uh, we actually obviously saw overnight quite a nice moving gold up to 1840 when I last looked, um, up from sort of 1800, so that's starting to tick up. A lot of people saying it could just go and breach the 2000s. Uh, silver, we got up at 24. I must admit, my feeling is silver is going to go up to at least 30. Um, and actually equity prices aren't necessarily following Commodity prices, so there could be a bit of a squeeze on a few equity um, mining companies. Uh, and people also forget, even at the levels we're at at the moment, Paul, these companies can make an awful lot of money, can't they?
1: They sure can. And the, I would have to say too that these bid prices we're seeing in the Chinese markets aren't uh, showing that there's a real slowdown uh, going. Uh, uh, at least as far as the uh, fabrication is concerned, because they're definitely trying to pull inventory into China for t- the year 2022, for sure, I would say.
0: Well, I would actually argue the opposite, not slow down. They're actually going to accelerate up, uh, particularly these sort of critical and battery metals, because um, demand for moving in the transition energy space is growing so rapidly. Um, so um, hold, hold on to your horses, tighten your seatbelts. We, we could be off for another run. Anyway, let's turn to news this morning, uh, Paul, if we may. Uh, probably start off with um and Resolute Mining, I think, are the two probably big ones to talk about.
1: Yes, both of those with fourth quarter and full year results uh, in production being released, uh, starting first with Resolute Mining. Uh, it's an improved uh, picture there uh, with uh, Resolute, with quarterly gold production. at uh, just shy of 80,000 ounces for a 5% increase quarter on quarter. Full year came in at 319,000 ounces, which is at the low end, but within the range of guidance that they had given uh, the last time. All in sustaining costs were better by 4% at $1,437 an ounce for the quarter and 1370 for the year. At, and that's just outside the guidance range that they were hoping to uh, hit on the uh, to- top side uh, here uh, for the year. The gold sales uh, were at a realized price this quarter of $1,749 an ounce. And uh, that's about fifty dollars lower uh, than the spot price uh, average uh, due to some hedging that they had uh, in pr- in place. Their guidance for uh, 2022 is about uh, 345,000 ounces, so they're going to be improving their production uh, here, they feel, with some improvements that they have uh, coming in uh, to commissioning this quarter at the Siam mine. So um, it's a improving picture, but they have met uh, several more quarters before they'll convince investors they're uh, really on the good course. Mm. For Hochschild, uh, we had full year production results with total cash uh, retained at the 31 December of $387 million, which is uh, uh, quite up from 232 million at the end of uh, 2020. All in sustaining costs they think will be within the guidance uh, range of 1210 to 1250 per gold equivalent ounce. They expect to have uh, increase of about uh, 83 million uh, silver equivalent ounces in resources uh, for this year, which uh, means the mine life is being extended. And uh, attributable production for the uh, full year came in at 222,000 ounces gold, 12.5 million ounces of silver. And and, uh, the guidance for next year is – Uh, for much better um, gold equivalent or or a little bit actually a little bit lower uh, gold equivalent ounces production uh, somewhere uh, below 345,000 ounces gold equivalent and all in sustaining costs also a little bit uh, 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 disappointing here that they're expecting at this point I would say. So it's a steady outlook for Hochschild in my view but nothing stellar.
0: Uh, The action tends to be in the uh, smaller companies. but a couple of uh, things that on the dual listing front, I noticed that Vulcan Energy, which is a company we think is exceptionally well run, it's a lithium developer in Germany, has gone and got a Frankfurt dual listing. Missed a trick there. Uh, What they should have done is got an Aquis dual listing because then it opened up the entire London market to them. Frankfurt won't. If you're listening, Vulcan Energy, come and talk to us. We can do it very, very cheaply and it will give you a significant advantage. and also, I noticed that Brada ahead Lithium, which is on AIM, has decided to go and get an OTC quote. Um, uh, whether that'll work or not, we've done a lot of work looking at OTCs. And unless you've got an incredibly strong uh, US retail following, again, not quite sure how much that helps. But, you know, time will tell. Uh, anything else, Paul? So we talked for a little while now.
1: Alta Strategies, uh, the aim quoted uh, generator, or project generator and uh, royalty company. Uh, for Africa, they've uh, consolidated some ownership uh, uh, projects uh, in uh, Mali and what this is specifically done is it uh, uh, brings two projects that had uh, divided ownership all under the head of Altus here, but because the projects are only five kilometers from each other and with existing resources, it'll allow the uh, projects to be considered as one uh, future development opportunity.
0: Okay, that'll do, Paul. We'll call it day there, and we'll speak again tomorrow.
1: Very good. See you then.